Open to our fans. We're very proud of that. We, we love our fans and uh, off to a good start so far. So, What's the, uh, the biggest thing that you learned in, in year one that you wanted to either adapt, change, or um, just kind of grow from after year one of training camp here? There have been little tweaks about maybe autographs or helmet hikes or adding an arcade, things like that. I mean, we're just trying to do little tweaks wherever we can and make this uh, a great experience for the fans. And uh, being now in the Twin Cities, I think it was really well received last year. And uh, we're continuing it this year. So we're proud of the fact we have 16 practices open to the public. I think that's something we want to continue. And this kind of state-of-the-art facility allows us to do it uh, with the bleachers and the facilities we have here and allows the fans to be able to be close to the action at the same time allows the players uh, to be here at home where um, they can kind of focus on their work and doing their class work and doing the field work here. So it's been good all around. How do you look at the policy where you kind of go online <coughs> to uh, get your tickets or whatever, but then the people don't pay, there's no incentive to be a no-show, so maybe people are left out when other people are just... Well, we, we, we've, we've tweaked a few things here. Yeah. I think... Um, Ideas to fill every seat we can, not just for uh, to get a good a good excitement level going on here, but uh, so I think we've cleaned up a lot of that from last year, where we might have had uh, a lot of free tickets and some people didn't show and whatever. So now we have a lot more uh, interaction with the fans, where they can we can react and they can react to make sure if they work if there's a seat available, we'll be able to have an opportunity to get out of here. Yeah, what did you do to make sure you will fill it up more? Well, you know, for people not well, we're allowing, you know, even on, on the day of, sometimes if there's the seats available, we're going to make them available. We'll publicize it. So if there are, I mean, we have a pretty good handle on, on, on terms of uh, what seats are available so we can react quickly and get the word out quickly to people that are seats the morning of and our practices are in the afternoon typically. So um, we, we allow the fans to get an opportunity to get out here. Do you, you, ever, do you ever think you might go back to, like, Mankato where you just kind of show up and there's enough room for everybody? Or I think right now, given given the circumstance we have, we're, we're, we're pretty comfortable with where we're at right now. You mentioned a number of open practices, and it seemed like a lot of teams around the league started to kind of go in the other direction yeah. this year. Why was it so important to you guys to keep the number kind of where it's been or keep it on the Our fans, side? I mean, we have the best fans in the NFL. We, we, want, the, we want that excitement here. For here, Listen, Viking Lakes is a great community. We want to... We want people to be part of it. We want people to be part of the practices. I mean, we, we know we're stewards of this franchise, and uh, we're nothing without our fans. So uh, we appreciate them. Uh, this is an opportunity for a lot of people that can't necessarily always maybe be at the stadium to be the experience. So this offers an opportunity. And we, I think we've even surveyed this. A lot of people that are coming here, they're from far away sometimes. There might be people that haven't been to the stadium. So it's another opportunity for them to touch uh, and feel our team and, and, and the excitement of the year. So, uh, and it's also good for our players and our, and our coaching staff. We have a night practice coming up this weekend. Opportunities for our players to be in kind of a more game-like environment. So all around, we, we, we like the idea of keeping the open practices. You see the construction going with the hotel and just yeah. everything that's kind of going on. Obviously, you had a plan going into this of what you want it to be, but how does that vision evolve as you get into this and learn things like you were just mentioning? Well, I mean, we're, you know, our day job as real estate developers, we, we, we have some sense of it, but the idea is here we want to create a kind of a, a real true live, work, and play environment. Uh, so we're working hard on designing a residential component, uh, some amenities that are going to be exciting so people can visit here and experience it. I think Omni uh, is going to be a great partner for us on the hotel. Uh, we're halfway up, as you can see, so 
Uh, be another chance for fans to come in from maybe farther away, be able to make a stay of it here and go to the practices. So um, a, a lot of work left, a lot of land here left, a lot of uh, work left, but um, we're, we're excited about where it's going and we're pleased so far. So. Do you have a lot of other owners and organizations maybe looking at, wow, we want something like this? Have you talked to a lot of them about something? A little bit. I know some some, some teams are doing uh, just new facilities. Um, I know the Panthers, others are, are, are doing new stuff. And uh, w whenever teams' ownerships or, or senior executives come to town, uh, they want a tour. We, we show them around here, and uh, they learn some things. I mean, except for the three hours on game day, we're – we're, we're business partners, so to the extent we can uh, grow the game, make it better for players and teams and uh, the community all around the country, it's good. As far as the team after yeah. the way last year ended, what's your confidence level and, and the leadership right now within this organization? Well, obviously last year was disappointing, but we have great expectations for this year. Um, uh, you know, we, we, we love the, the things that happened in the offseason, um, starting with our coaching staff. Uh, the addition of the, the Kubiaks and Dennison and, and Kevin now on the offensive side. Um, they've worked together really well. I know Coach Zimmer's addressed that, so we're pleased there. Uh, free agency and whether it's uh, Anthony Barr staying on or, or extending guys like uh, receivers or Kyle or Kendricks, all, all, all the rest. I mean, I think we've made a commitment to provide the resources, whatever we can, to make sure our team is competitive on the field and our goal always is to win the division and win Super Bowls and but to go back to Rick and Coach Zimmer we're just one day at a time yesterday was the first padded practice today is another layer to it so um, we have high expectations but we know there's a lot of work ahead of us. What was the um, Spielman and Zimmer both got one year extensions what was the overall thoughts there and showing the confidence that you had that perhaps Last year was just an aberration. Well, we do have a lot of confidence in them and uh, um, what they've built and what they're what they're continuing to work work with. So uh, we, have, we have great confidence in them, and uh, we're confident that leadership will get us to where we want to go, which is winning Super Bowls. When you see players around the league demand trades or hold out for contracts, things like that, and, and this organization has been able to keep players here and even take deals earlier than expected. I guess, what, what does that say about this organization and, in your mind? How has that been able to kind of happen to keep players like Rudolph and Barr staying here? Well, I mean, it's, uh, I, I, listen, I can't speak to other teams. I know, I know we've tried really hard with our resources to develop a culture, and we have great football leadership. It starts with Coach Zimmer, Rick Spielman. Uh, we, we try to develop a culture. It's a great locker room. Uh, we try to build through the draft and try to build in-house to get our system, to get our way of thinking. And I think uh, Coach Zimmer's really uh, we've done that. We have a great locker room, and people want to be a part of it. And uh, uh, guys have a taste of what it was like a couple of years ago to get close, but, and they know what it's going to take. And uh, that's what they're working on. Mark, in providing resources to this coaching staff, what was the process like this offseason in bringing Gary Kubiak here? Because it's kind of an unorthodox thing where you have a senior, you know, an offensive advisor, an assistant coach. Not every team has that. But what was the process like? Of Did Coach Zimmer come to you? Did Rick come yeah. to you of, of bringing him and his staff in? I think it's really a, it was a collaborative process, frankly. I mean, the day after the season ended, uh, after the Chicago game, we, we sat down and started talking about, uh, you know, how, how starting to work on next year. So. Um, as, as Coach Zimmer was and Rick uh, 
discussing different candidates, different coaches, and what mixes. I know Coach Zimmer has a lot of respect for Coach Kubiak over the years. They've played against each other, I'm sure, and he's spoken about it. So, uh, and he's just such a great uh, presence in the building with his experience and his winning experience as well. But I can tell you in that offensive, in that, those offensive rooms, there's a lot of collaboration. Uh, Coach Stefanski's, uh, Kevin's going to be doing a great job as a coordinator. So it kind of came out as, uh, it was a process. A lot, of, a lot of names come up, a lot of discussions happen, and uh, I think we landed in a really good spot. And it's, it's proven through the offseason, through the OTAs and the mini camp, and now into the training camp that uh, they're working well together. Mark, do you plan to the process of, yeah. of uh, trying to replace Kevin Warren? Well, Kevin, Kevin really uh, has been with us from day one since uh, um, since we really started looking at purchasing the team almost 15 years ago, and uh, he'll be sorely missed. He's a tremendous inspirational leader. Uh, he really has has elevated our franchise, uh, not just uh, in the community but across sports and across across business. I mean. Uh, 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 implementing some of the goals in terms of fan experience with our stadium and our headquarters, uh, being part of the community, the partnerships we've developed. Um, it's really elevated our franchise. Uh, we speak a lot about the football side, but just overall in terms of what we represent, uh, try to be an inclusive environment here, uh, whether it's minority or, or gender or, or all the types of things we reach out to the community on. Uh, Kevin's been a leader on it. Um, He's a dear part of our family and organization here and uh, will be a Viking forever. But I know the Big Ten is going to have a tremendous commissioner in Kevin. He's a great, not just a sports leader, but a, a great uh, human being. And I think uh, he's the kind of uh, executive that uh, really um, makes a difference and someone a lot of people in the business community can really emulate and aspire to be. Do you plan to hire a new COO? Yeah, that is the plan. Uh, we're in the process of doing that, and uh, I can tell you it's an extensive process, and uh, we're being thorough about it. Uh, but I'll have more to update here in the coming weeks, and uh, hopefully have something in place uh, relatively shortly. Do you, that position, do you ever want whoever is that position to have any kind of say on football matters, or is it strictly a business job? Uh, it, it, listen, it's it's certainly uh, it's certainly a primarily a business business uh, business side, uh, but uh, someone like Kevin, for instance has been a trusted advisor on a host of issues. And uh, if there's something that is seen right or wrong on a football side, it's something to be uh, discussed. But it's primarily primarily the business leadership role. Is that search kind of focused on internal candidates, or are you looking at external people as well? It, it has been a combination of both. Um, we have a tremendous executive team on the ground here. And uh, we're going to just look to get the best candidate here that can uh, help us move forward as, a, as an organization and a franchise. So, and really represent, um, to, be, to, to make sure the Vikings represent this community and our fan base uh, with a lot of first class and uh, integrity. How do you uh, view the 18-game conversation? Well, I know there's been a lot of back and forth on it. I know uh, that's a, a, a discussion. Uh, uh, that'll be happening between ownership and players, and I know uh, we're looking to grow the game. At the same time, we want to be mindful of players and their health and safety. So uh, we'll see how that evolves. And um, I think the, the overriding goal is to make sure the, the uh, those two things are balanced: the, the, the fan experience as well as the player health and safety. So.
Mark, could Couple you more guys. Kevin being a uh, NFL commissioner at some point? I think uh, I think Kevin could be, and uh, uh, you know, like I said, Kevin is, is an outstanding individual. Um, someone we're very proud that uh, he's led our organization over these uh, over these years, and uh, uh, the sky's the limit as far as Kevin Warren's concerned from uh, from my personal perspective. A great deal of respect and admiration from our family, our ownership, and uh, we know, uh, like I said, the Big Ten will have a great commissioner in Kevin Warren, and uh, uh, he's just an outstanding, uh, not just not just sports executive, but a human being. What's your uh, common level with Kirk going into year two, and um, you know, how would you learn about him in the, in the year plus you've had him? Yeah. I think, uh, you know, Kirk, Kirk's been great um, from day one. His enthusiasm, his passion for the sport, um, great in the locker room, great in the community. So from our ownership perspective, um, uh, again, it's not just one person. Um, we've got a great team around Kat, uh, Kirk, and uh, it'll take all 53 for us to get to where we want to go. And uh, I do think that the new changes in the offense and the, the improvements in the offensive line uh, and, and other parts of the team, I give Rick and the personnel department a lot of credit for bringing some strong talent here, so um, uh, we feel we feel good about the direction of the team, and uh, we're optimistic and confident. Okay. What, what were your thoughts on uh, expanding replay to include uh, <coughs> pass interference? Well, it's not a uh, exact science, it's, uh, but I, I do admire the fact that we're trying to get the game to, to get the calls right. Um, We'll see how this works through the preseason games and, and how the interpretations come out. I know it's going to be fine-tuned even between now and the start of the season here. So uh, I know there's a committee working on it, and uh, we got to get the we got to get the calls right. I mean, we have to make sure uh, there's integrity to the to the game, and it's not an easy art here to get it right. But I know I know they're working hard on it. So we're supportive of the efforts to try to get it right. Okay, thanks guys. Thank you. 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 Thank you.